Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, October 9th. Let's jump into the top stories from over the weekend. Washington has hired Tulane AD Troy Dannon as its new AD. UW President Anamari Kause stating, Troy is committed to excellence across all sports, as well as the success of our students off the field. I'm so thrilled to welcome him and his family to our Husky family because I know he has a deep commitment to student-athletes, enabling them to be champions in competition, in the classroom, and most importantly, in their lives after graduation. He's also a leader in the national conversations about the changing landscape of college sports, which as we move to the Big Ten will be invaluable to securing the long-term success of Husky athletics. Dannon begins his leadership on Montlake, well, today. College AD has contract details for Purdue AD Mike Babinski's extension, base pay bump from $850,000 to $975,000 for the next three years, then $1.025 million in 2027 and $1.075 million in 2028. $250,000 in deferred compensation in 2024, which will increase by $50,000 annually until a max of $450,000. Retention bonuses of $250,000 in July of 2026 and July of 2028. There's also an opportunity to earn $200,000 in annual incentives. Tennessee AD Danny White provides an update on several facilities renovations, particularly to baseball's Lindsey Nelson Stadium, we've got tractors on top of each other with the construction ongoing with the expansion of our football building, the Anderson Training Center, and then Lindsey Nelson Stadium. The infrastructure for everything that'll go down the third baseline, our expectation is that'll be in place for this upcoming season. And then what you see in terms of construction on the first baseline is we're adding a few rows of club seats to get even closer to the field. We're already so intimate in terms of how close our fans are to the field. We want to double down on that and make it even closer, so going down the first and the third baselines, we're going to add some rows, some nice club seats, to bring fans even closer to the action. White also says he was told from the marketing ticket sales staff that the Vols will sell out every football game this season. All we have to play with game to game, because we sold out of season tickets, we have the visiting team allotment, which is 5,000. And then we held back just a small number of tickets, about 1,500, to use for things like parents weekend and stuff like that, so there's not a lot of inventory to move for any individual game. Kansas announces a $15 million anonymous gift toward the Gateway District and David Booth Kansas Memorial Stadium renovations. Jayhawks AD Travis Goff, stating, This significant gift underscores their belief in the transformative potential of the Gateway Project. Their commitment to higher education and their long-standing support for Kansas athletics truly embodies the Jayhawks spirit. More from Goff on several topics with the Jayhawks slant, including his recent letter urging fans to get on board with the football team. Goff explains the letter's purpose was twofold, to thank the diehard fans who have suffered through some challenging years and then without hesitation the secondary message was, let's be more. Let's ask more of ourselves. As a KU guy, I don't want to overlean on this, I've watched this thing before I got here just two and a half years ago. I know where we've been, and I know we have not warranted full houses at that stadium. And a lot of people could argue we don't yet warrant full houses today, and I think there's a justification to be made for that. And I think people understandably want to see a continued proven trajectory, and I get that. I think the question is, why should we settle and why should we maybe just do what other places have done in terms of if and when XYZ occurs, then this thing sells out regularly. Goff goes on to say he doesn't apologize for challenging that audience that prefers to take a wait-and-see approach before committing to the program. 
Goff says over 90% of the reaction to the letter was positive, noting that within a couple days after it was sent the Jayhawks sold close to 2k tickets for yesterday's matchup against UCF. Minnesota AD Mark Coyle covers several topics with CARE 11, including the Gophers' approach to NIL. Coyle explains, we've been very cautious. There has not been much guidance on the national level and so it's kind of been up to each institution. We're getting more creative with more revenue opportunities for our student-athletes as this thing matures, so again we haven't run a sprint, we've been very cautious, but I think we'll win the race in the long haul because we've done it the right way. Coyle goes on to say that I'm so grateful for coaches because we've not made false promises. We've been very honest with people saying, hey, when you come to Minnesota we have a collective called Dinky Town Athletes. You can work with that collective and you'll have those opportunities, but I do think President Baker has a tall task at hand. We have to get some sort of national solution. That's the only way we're going to get our arms around this because it's not supposed to be used for recruiting, but it's being used for recruiting. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, October 9th. We'll see you back here this afternoon.